Hi everyone and welcome back. Tonight the boys of Hear Me Out Sports are going to be talking about Dak and the Cowboys, Top Players of the Week, Key Games, and Bell and the Jets. So let's get right into it. Matt, what do you think about Dak and the Cowboys? You know, we all love football and we all love fantasy, we all love the stats, we all love our team. But seeing a man go down like this is just not okay. It's no. it's, it's like absolutely Th not. this one really hurts like i'm not a cowboys fan and i'm not a dak prescott fan but you know what he's a human being and he has emotions he has failings and the fact that he had to go through that and know that he didn't get his big contract to know that he's not gonna be able to play this year and who knows he might not get be able to play next year yeah, it just hurts tough. i first i want to say i'm sorry for dak i i definitely know he's gonna be back but it's tough to see especially at this time and what I want to get into is the fact that Jerry Jones obviously wouldn't give him his contract. He was basically playing for his contract this year for a big name, uh, big contract. And, I mean, this is the worst thing that could have happened to I him. I agree. It's, it's by far the worst thing. It's so sad to see. And what sucks is he deserved that contract. He deserved that contract oh, yeah. back in March. I mean, I don't know if he's worth $40 million, but it, it I, definitely... But he he deserved there. a contract. Yeah, he definitely that was deserved a contract. over $200 million. They basically said to him, you're not worth $40 million. Go play for it. And he was... I mean, he had... Didn't he set a record the first four games of the most passing yards Something through like the that. first four? He had... Let's see, 1,800 yards. Yeah, that's a, that's a record. It's an insane I mean, amount. He is doing crazy this year. I mean, he would be my top MVP vote right now if it wasn't for, you know, the Giants defense. and No, I mean, not Giants, the Cowboys defense yeah. and all the struggles there. No, but it, it just hurts because Tony Romo, he got the big contract. And the fact that Jerry Jones refuses to give it to Dak. It's, it's terrible. He definitely deserved it last year. Mike, what oh, do you think? Yeah. When I think about... What happened to Dak, it just brings a lot of sorrow, a lot of emotions. But again, with the contract thing, that really bothers me. Because it was kind of like, I feel like once Dak got hurt and he was, you know, he was injured, he was crying. It was almost like, damn, the organization won. Because they bet yeah, that he yeah, would get, they bet, him. yeah, they bet against him. And, you know, they won. They won that. I heard uh, Shannon Sharp went through the same thing when he was playing with the Dem with the Denver Broncos in the late 90s. He didn't. He wasn't on the contract, and he got hurt. And he was like, the first thing he thought was, "Damn, they won, they won the bet." I think it. It's a terrible thing that happened. It's been happening a lot this year. The only positive outcome out of this situation that I think is that Dallas will get back to what they were before. I think they'll run the ball more, which they need to get yeah, back they to. They definitely need to get Elliott back in that running game. They I haven't agree. been very efficient so far. Like the fact game, that. They've not been running a ton this year, and Elliott's still going off. It just shows how great Elliott is. I mean, they've, so I mean, they've utilized him in the receiving game, though. I know, but they lot. need to run it more. They're passing, like, for double. I honestly think Dalton won't be too bad. He, three-time pro bowler. He's I a mean, great backup. He's got a lot of weapons with him now. I he's think not he's a bad even, quarterback. No, he's no, not. not at all. Like, he brought, yeah, they never won a playoff game, thanks to Adam Jones and, you know, all the, all the penalties, and, and, and then the game against the Steelers, but... He's yeah, not coach. a bad quarterback. What's his yeah. name? Was there for like a century? Yeah. He's not a bad quarterback at all. I feel like playoffs with that weak division, maybe, but I don't know. It's, it's, they're not going to be a terrible team. I think team, the Eagles are saying. better right now, though. I don't know. They're not going to be the a, a terrible team. The Eagles look pretty good against that, the Steelers. That brings us into the next topic. Um, 
top players of the week. Ooh, 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 ooh. We're going to start with quarterbacks, so Matt, you can start off. My top quarterback of the, of the week has to be Fitzmagic. I mean, Fitzpatrick had a great no. game. He threw for over 300 yards, nope. and they had a huge upset. I agree. A huge upset. Yeah, I he called had, that He had one. a great game. You did call that one, Mike. That, that was really good. My top QB of the week has to go to Tannehill after yesterday's performance. You have a Bills defense that has been top five in the league. They've had 16 days off. And he comes back and throws three touchdowns, 195 yards. 195, and, no, and back up, 195 that, yards. That's fine. He, How is your top quarterback? Four touchdowns, the first no. game back against the Bills defense. Yes, he, they didn't have Tredavious White. Three but touchdowns, 195 yards. He's okay, still best Miami team performance, game. yes, Tennessee. But individual quarterback, no. Yes. No. Yep. If he threw no. two, I wouldn't say, like, if it's three touchdowns. But if it was three, two, I would. And he had a rushing touchdown. Fitz Magic. Okay. 350 yards and three touchdowns. Come That's on. I, I I mean... And they were against Tannehill San Francisco. Tannehill was working both the running game and the passing game. He didn't have... I mean, obviously, he didn't have as much passing yards. He has... He had 42 rushing yards, which I'm going to give you was really good. I mean, they're a run, they're a run if you offense. Go they have Derrick overall, Henry. If like, you go overall yards, Fitzmagic still more. No, I agree. More. Yeah, I agree with the yards, but I, I have to take Tannehill as my top. What do you think, league. Mike? I got to go with Derek Carr. I think Derek Carr... Played very well. They looked very explosive. I was very shocked. I, I believe he threw tw- 21 completions out of 33 attempts for 347 yards, three touchdowns. It's a big win for the Raiders. It proves that, you know, maybe it could be a rivalry finally between the Chiefs and the Raiders. I think I that's the first time they've won there since 2012. I thought uh, Derek Carr uh, really exploded. See, Mike, I want to agree with you on that. Like, Derek Carr is my number two. It's just because he threw, he threw the one pick. I had to give it to uh, Fitzmagic. But he definitely I really do did like, play a great game. He played really I, good. He, I mean, I would say those are the top three definitely this yeah, week. But I would agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only one I could argue going top two is Justin Herbert. Herbert played insane, too. I'm like Herbert. You know, last week I said that he wasn't ready and he should have sit more. I think he still has a lot to learn, but he is ready. So I take that back. He is ready to go. Is what do you guys think for uh, top running back of the week? That's a tough one. Mike, you want to start off? Well, I don't think this dude's the top, but I definitely think it's one of the better. I think the Vikings have a real one-two punch in the running game. Madison? I think, I think Madison played very 112 well. 112 yards, yeah. He stepped up. He stepped up big time. I think he played. I mean, I was shocked. I mean, I think Dal, what did Dalvin Cook, like his ankle? Or Dalvin something? Cook was going off. Like He was doing really good. They, what was his, his, like a knee injury? Or something? Yeah. They he, kept him on drunk. the sideline yeah, as precaution. But I think Madison, like that hurdle was insane. Mm-hmm. He made he I think he was averaging like four yards a carry, so I think they the Vikings really have a good one two punch there with the running back. Um for me, I'm a big fan of this player. He was great a couple years ago. Todd Gurley. hundred percent agree. Todd Gurley looked like the old Todd Gurley. Hundred and twenty one yards, one touchdown. That man balled out. That and man he had balled four out. or five receptions, twenty nine yards. I mean not the yardage isn't that good, but they're getting him in the reception game now, which is great. Yeah. Um his rushing was definitely very productive. Um, yeah, all around a great performance from him. All right, wide receivers. I'm going with the Eagles guy. How do you say his name? Fulgham? Fulgham? I'm going with Fulgham. 152 yards. Yes, Cooks, insane, yes, Cooks had 161, insane. which was crazy, but I have to go with do Fulgham. Do you forget about Claypool? Claypool? Oh, he, he either pretty Four good. Four touchdowns? That's insane. What, what right, do you have for yards? Are we all going to say Clay, Chase Claypool then? Like, we have to have I our... Mean, what yeah, did Claypool but, have for, uh, for yards? 
Let me check. No, but Chase Claypool is definitely the top performance of the week. Definitely I was just waiting for yeah. someone else to say it at this point. I mean, point. yeah. I was going to say I feel like it. that's the only position where there's no there's no argument there. He is definitely top. I was going to that s- performance. It's not like off the charts numbers, but cuz it was one big reception and there was like another yeah. but it, I was going to say um Henry Ruggs. Oh, Henry Ruggs. I think Henry yes. Ruggs. He didn't yes. have like a lot of receptions, but you know he had that long touchdown. No, but his reception mattered the most. The they mattered yeah. the most. That's yeah, why another I put player him up you can there. argue with. Um, he rejuvenated very that offense. Important receptions, Mike Williams too. Mike yeah. Williams came up clutch. Fourth quarter, that catch to get them in field goal range. That sucks that they missed it, but I mean that was yeah, that, that was another that, great performance. Bad um, tight ends. All right before we go on, real quick, I just want to say Claypool. He only had 110 yards. Yeah, I know he had three touchdowns, but 110 yards. You don't think James Conner's there and Smith Schuster's there? No, I, I, I know, I know. Those numbers, that's insane. Well, he had one uh, rushing touchdown, three receivers. No, I mean, he, he, did, he did amazing. But I'm, I'm going to give it to Falgum just because he had the more yards. All right, tight ends. You want to start us off, Mike? Um, I would go with uh, Hunter Henry. thought he played pretty well. Um, they didn't get the win because of the field goal, but I think Henry's proven to be a good security blanket for uh, Herbert. I agree. And Henry's doing really good. I mean, he's one of the young tight ends in the league. He's looking really nice. Yeah. I'm going old and reliable. Travis Kelsey. 100-yard performance. Touchdown. I mean, he's like a, he's a receiver out there. He's like a top receiver. It's they got insane. the win. I would agree with you, but... Uh, I mean, yeah, they didn't get the win, but... Receiving, great performance. I, I, I could agree with that. What would you guys say the key games were for this week? Let me go first in this one right here. I want to say all the analysts, Mike, Dom, everybody said Kansas City's going to win. They have Patrick Mahomes. Whoa, 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 They're so good. Let, let me finish. Let me finish. They're so good. And what did I say? I said Derek Carr. And the Las Vegas Raiders are Kinda taking this stub. Are taking, <laughs> taking, no, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are taking this stub and they took it. I said that. Listen. I had Listen to what I'm saying. I said I had faith in Derek Carr. And the reason they didn't do amazing is because Henry Ruggs wasn't there. Yes, he's only a rookie, but he is a good, good player. I'm a big fan of these Raiders. A I can very, agree. Very that fan. was a great, great prediction. But at the same time, any sane person would have chose the Chiefs. I mean... Patrick, you can't... I don't care what game it is. I'm not going against Patrick Mahomes. Unless maybe it's Seattle. And even then, I might not go against him. Patrick Mahomes is putting up his numbers. 340 yards, two touchdowns. But he's, I just don't see him as his same self. From his rookie year, or even last year when he came back after injury. No. Like, he's, he's putting get, up these I mean, stats. He just doesn't look like the... I mean, obviously, he's insanely dominant. But I mean, that's because he's so he good doesn't that, like, look the even same. one off week and everyone's like, oh my god, what's wrong with him? It, like, Besides, the, uh, the game against the Ravens, he has not looked himself. I feel like, yeah, the, the numbers may say otherwise, but he just has not looked himself from the overall like, dominant standpoint. Uh, Mike, what's another key game that, that, uh, that you think? I think the Dallas game. I mean, if we're being honest, I mean, I think at this point with Dak gone, I mean... The NFC East is more wide open than it was before. I mean, it's probably it's definitely the worst division in football. But I think it's going to be interesting to see how uh, Dalton carries this team. But I think that was definitely like, Dax injury is one of the key moments from Sunday. It re- literally reshapes the whole NFL. 
I um, want to quickly talk about Buffalo and Tennessee. I was just going to say that. That was my key game of the I week. I know. That, they, 16 days off. They come I, back and they beat the Bills like that. that listen to this here. Buffalo, they played last week, correct? Correct. They played this week. Tennessee, they had, what, 16 days off to prepare for this game? That's, like Yeah, yeah. I, I know they didn't have practice every day because COVID, but I don't see how that's fair. They had an insane amount of time to rest. Isn't it, they had to video, though. Isn't it good to have games under your belt to actually play? No, it yes, gives you confidence. Yes, it exactly. is. No, yes, and you're not but rusty. They, they were so all, Buffalo has a little bit rusty. No, not rusty. They're, they're kind of beat up in the secondary just a bit. Tennessee, they were well-rested. They were healthy. Not that this would have necessarily mattered. I think... I don't know. They also I want to see. I want to see the same game, yeah, but when both teams are coming off a game. The first games, though, they didn't really play full to their full potential. I mean, they were relying on Henry like they always do, but they can't do that every time. And it was good mm-hmm. to see Tannehill and Jonu Smith and AJ Brown finally come. I know. Through I agree. Night. I'm a really big fan of Tennessee. I think they're a real good they're team. A legit they're, team. They're, yeah. Yeah. they're legit. They are legit. I just don't like that they had all that time off. I think the opposite. I think. It's easier like when you have a game because you're building your chemistry with your guys. You know how to run the offense more. You're more confident because you won. The Bills were coming off a win because they were 4-0, and and I thought they would have the advantage. They've been together longer. They're not doing all these Zoom meetings and all that stuff. I think that's what they're doing. Yeah, I, I think agree. you get an advantage if you played the week before and won because you have that mm-hmm. confidence and you could bring that into the week especially during the preparation. Yeah, but you're hurt, you're tired, Tennessee's well-rested. and it's yeah, so when you're winning, you're happy. It's like, not exactly. like, it's not you, like they didn't... If you come off a loss... It's not it's like different. Tennessee... No, when you come off a loss, you're angry and you're mad, especially when you're a good team like Buffalo. Tennessee, they were 3-0. and They didn't have to play the Steelers, which is a good team. They're going to have to. They're, they're going to have to later, but they didn't have to play the Steelers. They they're, they're well-rested, they're confident. But the Bills, you're not taking into account, the Bills are a great team. Oh, they team. are a great team. Both I teams know. have top five defenses But the, the Bills league. are tired. They've One been playing a lot. One of them arguably has an MVP candidate right now, Josh oh, Allen. Oh, yes, definitely I mean, Josh Allen. He's been amazing. What, thinks they're, what makes you think they're tired? I mean, I'm sure they're taking like all the precautions to get them rested up. I, if, I'm, if I was the Bills going to this game, I'm hyped, I'm confident, we're like... Three and zero. I mean, I would think the opposite, in my opinion. Uh, I know. It's just looking at Josh Allen, two hundred sixty-three yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Yeah, not that, a good game. Not, not a great a game, game by Josh Allen. No, it Malcolm wasn't. Butler played all. a great game. Yeah, that second interception, Malcolm that return Butler, was pretty good. Yeah, he's he a great player. He was disappointing. What do you guys think about Le'Veon Bell and the Jets? How are you, you feeling about off? that? Now, the Jets organization in general is just He, he escaped his coffin. It is terrible. terrible. He came out from Adam the Gase bottom of the they cemetery. They have no clue Adam what Gase they're doing. Joke. I, I bet one of us could run an organization better than that guy can. I mean, he it's is just, terrible. It's, it's I mean, absurd. I'm... I don't blame Le'Veon Bell for not wanting to be there at all. He just There's no line. His coach is terrible. They're on one of the worst teams... If not the worst team in the NFL. They, the put him, they put him there to die with that offensive <laughs> line. I mean, this guy, it's like a free shot at I mean, I think he, like, literally got out of his coffin if he could sign with a decent team. It's just, it's yeah, going to be weird. I think the top priority for him shouldn't be the money at this point. It's definitely getting a oh, good system no and a good way. line. He got close to $30 million yeah. from the Jets. He needs a good he, system he and a good line. He doesn't need the money. He needs a better, like, system he where he can a better actually play. Because he, 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 back in when he was with the Steelers, I mean, we were talking, this guy was one of the best in the league. His line looked like right. a bunch of fifth graders through the first five. I'm going to be so. honest in this. I'm stumped in this one. I generally don't know. Where do you guys think he's going to go? 
Like, I really don't know. Like, I usually have, like, a prediction or a thought. Like, I, I really don't know. Wow. I mean, I know they've had a rookie that has been doing very well so far. But I think he may go to the Jacksonville Jaguars. That could be a destination for him. I know the line's not that great. I know Why would you go there? They're, they're tanking. I agree. They're Why a low-tier team. But at the same time, you got to look in the future... They're either gonna get Lawrence. They're gonna get someone good. They're gonna get Lawrence, Justin, Justin Fields, Fields yeah. Sewell. I mean, their line is decent. He doesn't have a lot of competition. Robinson is coming to his own, but it's not like he's established yet. So I definitely see that as a landing spot for him. I don't know what you guys think. Right, but. He's still twenty eight, so he's still young. But to go to a rebuilding team, I, I think he's gonna try to sign with a contender. Sometimes. I mean, I feel like you can never count out New England. They're always like the top running to find the free agent. I know. I was thinking they don't have a ton, but I mean, you can never count them out. Um, I, I honestly don't know. I mean, there's a lot of spots for him to go. I mean, I just saw that because that's an open spot, and I mean, their line's not terrible. It's not the best, but it's not terrible. You know, what wouldn't so. surprise me like crazy if he goes to Baltimore. I mean, I know they have J.K. Dobbins. I know that's they have Ingram, but. I mean, they run the ball all the time. Why not Adam? Another I mean, one I can see, too, is the Rams. Yeah, I can oh, see I, the Rams. I like that. I like that a lot, actually. I mean, they have Cam Akers, Henderson, and Brown. But that, that three, I mean, once Bell gets in there, two out of the three of those guys will not see the field anymore. I could say Akers would probably see backup, and Bell would definitely start. They have a great line. They have a great offense. I would. I mean, if I was him, I'd jump on the bandwagon and go there right away. Um, they're a good team. I don't know if you're gonna win anything, pretty soon. But I mean, that would be good. That would be, would be good to go. I have to agree. Maybe Tampa. I mean, I feel like they're no, just picking no, up. No, no, they're no. picking up no. everyone. Tampa left is right. just no. Listen to me. A good team. I, on paper. Listen to what I'm saying. Yes. I have no evidence for him to go there, but they're just picking up people left and right. Why not join up with Tom Brady? Why That's not? That's just gonna Antonio hurt. Brown, the, I honestly it? think that would hurt. The Bucks. I mean, they're yeah. not even gelled as it is already. And Tom Brady does not look like Tom Brady. I mean, they're they're Oof. they look like not puzzle pieces. They're not in place no, at all. I not mean, not at all. What what I'm what my question is: Why are we ruling out Le'Veon Bell going to a team that's rebuilding? Because a lot of teams they bring in these like older guys who have been in the locker room, but and they bring him in. Guy. He's twenty eight. He's a little he's bit not, older. He's, he's not been like in the locker room. He has he's a veteran. Status. So they bring him into the locker he's room. He's not to... like Frank Gore to mentor them. He's no, still no, to no. Win. But Frank Gore is an old hag. That guy could, shouldn't even be on the field. He anymore. could still. He's a veteran though, so they could bring him into a locker room to try to gel it more together. Get show the rookies like how to play ball, and maybe he could rejuvenate an offense. He could still rush for over a thousand yards. I feel like if he had a good I mean, line. Twenty eight, twenty nine is your prime. I mean, he's a great player. We saw what he could do on Pittsburgh. He needs a system. He just needs a good line and a good system, and I think he'd really fit into place there. Thank you, everyone, for listening to tonight's podcast. Just a reminder that podcasts are released every Wednesday night at nine p.m. Please remember to follow us on Instagram at hmo.sports, and we hope everyone has a great night and stay safe. Thanks, guys. Till next time. I'll see you around.